Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive LLC. See you soon. Are you levitating? Are you levitating? I'm levitating. How about you? Oh, man, I am levitating. I am 53, hold it, 54 miles above the surface of the earth, surface of the earth. Me and Sir Richard Branson, we are levitating in space this morning. How's that? Oh, that's so nice. Okay. It is BS in the morning. And first off, first off, a caveat, 6.15, this is the Trimalcast. Unfortunately, one of our stations is screwed up. God, this is so frustrating. Uh, KSOQ went off the air early Saturday morning with the huge storm. Us and uh, we have Quiver River Electric at our transmitter site in St. Charles County. And us, I think at one point in time, I looked at their outage viewer, and I think it was, I don't know, 12,000 customers were out of service. They had like, you know, Quiver is a lot bigger than It was think. pretty significant, that storm that came through. Yeah, they had like 68,000 customers. That's what the website says. And 12,000 of us were off. Yesterday, like finally yesterday evening, the power comes back on. And then at 2 o'clock this morning, and quite honestly... I was too tired after the crappy weekend that I had. I was too tired to drive out to the transmitter site at 2 o'clock this morning to figure out what the hell went wrong. The transmitter's up, but there's no audio, and I can't figure it out. So as soon as I get off the air this morning, I have to drive out to the transmitter site in God's country, uh, in Hoffmanville and uh, FKA uh, Augusta, um, and uh, figure out what the hell's wrong with it. So we don't have the trombo cast this morning. We have two stations and a dead station, which is uh, KSLQ which, you know, once again, frustrating. I don't know what the hell happened. I get my alarm. You know, I get all these, I've uh, got all these things on my phone. I can diagnose problems. And I got an alarm about 2 o'clock this morning that something was wrong. And the, actually what happened was the internet went down and we've got a problem. Don't know why, but one of our pieces of equipment when the, you know, here, here's the internet's down for like almost two days. <laughs> when the power comes back up last night, everything works fine. Then the internet goes down at two o'clock this morning for like five minutes and whatever crazy reason, transmitter screwed up. So how's that for being in a good mood this morning? Huh? I am Mr. Positive. Good morning, sunshine. Yes, good morning. Uh, by the way, if you want to buy the Trimalcast, you can go to bssponsor.com, bssponsor.com. And we've got a new segment of the show this morning that Shelly doesn't know about. Our last break this morning, we'll tell you more about that as we go along. Lots of stuff to talk about today. That was a hell of a storm. There are still people without electricity. Matter of fact, it uh, was interesting. I was out and about last night, and you see all the out-of-town electric trucks because... I don't know if that's like a like a quid pro quo kind of deal where um, you know when somebody has an issue they you know you help them and they help you unlike the radio business if I were on fire isn't that the truth yes if if, <laughs> if I were on fire and and the people from from uh, uh, KFAV okay. would be walking you know, by we get the point. they wouldn't walk across the street to piss on me to put me out so. Anyway, Brad. Uh, that's true, Shelly. You know that's the truth. But yet, I know that's the truth. But wow, it's Monday morning, dude. Hey, you know it's a it's a it's a new you know Monday mornings TGIM start of a new week. You know, fresh start a bit. Anyway, the point being I was out and out and about last night. Quite honestly, and I got if I told you this weird story last night at ten at eleven o'clock last night, I was out walking around and I got rained on, and it was a crazy. Why were you out walking around? I was walking to pick up my car 
I know it sounds sort of crazy, but my car was about three miles from my place. And after about... You know you could have called me. After about a mile and a half of me walking, it started raining very hard. And by the time I got to my car, where it was parked, I was soaked. So, you know, it's Monday. I'm in a great mood. KSOQ's off the air. I got soaked last night, you know, literally <laughs> to the point where I look like... Well, that's your own fault for that one. I'm not. I'm I, not gonna. No. Mm-mm. I could have jumped in the swimming pool. Anyway, that, what I'm, that one was your own fault. What there, I'm buddy. saying was, uh, the the trucks were all over the place. Uh, the out of town trucks were all over the place. You know, service trucks. You know, companies I don't even recognize. The big boom trucks and things and, like that. And then the roofers come in. Yeah, yeah. The roofers will be in today. And uh, yeah. the tree guys. Here we go again. Add to the list of things you can't get for the next three months. That'll be a tree guy to come to your house. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. I'm, you drive. And I guess some of the municipalities when I was, I, you know, God, in the last 48 hours, I've probably been, I don't know, all over, probably seven different counties. That's a whole weird story. Anyway, uh, everybody's got, and I don't know if this is true of all municipalities, but some municipalities have it. If you have like a storm, you pull your branches out to the curb. And they come and they pick them up and they grind them up. Do you do you have that like where you're at? You're an unincorporated. I don't Central. think so. We're so, unincorporated, St. Charles. So in other words, if you if you drag uh, drug your uh, your your branches out to the curb, they'd be there for the next three weeks until <laughs> yeah, they would <laughs> until you hired somebody to, to pull them away, right? Pretty much, yes. Right, right. That you know, it's funny that you say that, but yes. Yeah. That, that is accurate. Well, a couple of munis I was in, especially last, last yesterday evening, they were all, I mean, like one guy, his, like, his house is like, you can't see his house because he's got the branches stacked up five feet, you know, uh, uh, at the curb in front of his house for like 30 feet in front of his house. So oh, I say sure. to you, thank you, sir. And uh, also, I will say this to the Augusta Volunteer Fire Department, a.k.a. now renamed the Hoffmanville uh, Volunteer Fire Department. Has it really been? What's that? Oh, yeah. Everything's Hoffmanville now. You go out there, the signs are all Hoffmanville. You know, they renamed this, the city. because the I Hoff- doubt it. The Hoffmans bought it. They own everything. I know. I know. They but... own everything. Matter of fact, what's interesting is if you know, you can tell what when they're, you know, what they own because they put up a brand new fence around everything they own. Literally. And I'm not kidding you. Fancy schmancy fence with a brick uh, gate, you know, entryway, the whole bit. Uh, now, I hope it doesn't turn into Pottersville. Well, now when you come on 94, when you come like you come around the hill, when you come over the hill there, Klondike Hill, and you come down Klondike Hill toward Montel Winery, there's uh-huh. actually a checkpoint, and you have to show that your net worth is at least a million dollars before they'll let you. Stop they'll it. let you into Hoffmanville. Yeah. So, no, seriously. Seriously, remember they want to make this into the next uh, Napa Valley. You got to have a million. You have you have you know like people are worried about having the you know the uh, the, the the check the the, the uh, what the the coronavirus passport. You know they they're like in Europe yeah. they already have that. Matter of fact, I was listening to the BBC the other night, and they have a deal where have you have a you have issued a QR code once you're you're you've got your vaccine shots. You're issued a QR code, and you can actually print it out and you can put it on your phone. So when you travel, you have to show your QR code. They scan your QR code to verify that you're that you're um, um, you know you're vaccinated. But now when you Why go, to... Why don't you just put the QR code and have it tattooed to your wrist? 
well, you know, that's one. I, that that's one of my goals in life is to have a to have a a, a, a a barcode on my arm that when I go to Schnooks, I can just wave my arm over and it's can't come up canned corn or something like that. A- anyway, uh, yeah. actually, I that was not a good idea. <laughs> actually, uh, so when you come into Hoffmanville now, there's a there's a checkpoint. And you have to, they, they check, there's a, you have, you have a special app on your phone that certifies, uh, matter of fact, this is done through the IRS, it certifies your net worth is over a million dollars, and then they let you in, otherwise you can't get in anymore. So, a- anyway, you think I'm kidding about that, don't you? I do. Well, you're wrong. That's all I can say, you're wrong. Oh, you're, you're grumpy, it's I'm not grumpy, I'm in a great mood this morning, I am Mr. Positive, because you know why I'm Mr. Positive? Why? You can't hit a target you can't see. That's why. Because you know why else? Why? This is my house. This is my house. This is my house. You're in my house. That is true. You're in my house, Shelly Bar. And and thank you for being such a such a uh, wonderful host. You're in my wow. house. <laughs> Welcome to my house. You think I'm kidding? Six twenty-three, Brad. We got a lot of stuff to talk about this morning. Can I give you some of the the the, the high points, which you're going to love? Yep. You're going to love this. You're going to love the high points. Okay. You ready? I would love some high points. Uh, you can go uh, there and look at furniture. I'm sorry. <laughs> Never mind. What'd you say? I said you can go there and look at furniture. What high point? Yes. Okay. You ready for this? I am. We're going to talk about cotton picker spindles. Cotton picker, Snickles. Spindles. We're going to talk about Cybo. We're going to talk about the Cavender Twins. We're going to talk about Eric Greitens and his new talk show. We're going to talk about Swimply. We're going to talk about... Talk about We're going to talk about what, please? Swimply. S-W-I-M-P-L-Y. And you should be signed up for this. We're going to talk about Amaretta. Uh, we're going to talk about... Di Serrano? Yes. Uh, but no, no, just Amaretta. Not that stuff. Uh, Ronan Farrow and the New Yorker. Transracial bread and hangovers are from sugar, not from alcohol. So uh, anyway, we're going to talk about all those kinds of transitional things. bread. Transracial bread. <laughs> Shut up. I, I I did it this weekend. I, bread was transracial this weekend. If okay, I if I whatever. took uh, on a six twenty four on a an official government form, I did not check white. I'll just put it that way. I had a transracial moment where it's like, oh my god, I'm not feeling white right now. So I won't tell you what I put what I put instead. I'll tell you later. Pastafarian. <laughs> no, that's my that's religion. They don't ask you about your religion. They just ask about your your racial component. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's your religious belief. Pastafarian. <laughs> right. That's religion. Okay, it is six twenty five. Westplex one hundred seven point one and uh, KSLQ. Although it's I don't think it's on the air right now, but that's a whole other story. Uh, it's the BS in the morning show. Uh, I'm Shelly. She's Brad. What's our web addresses, Shelly? We've got a few of them now. We do have a few of them. We have westplex1071.com. That's uh, for the radio station. Um, we also have kslq.com. We also have bsinthemorning.show. And if you wanted to sponsor the BS in the Morning show on our Trimal cast, you could go to bssponsor.com. You forgot the most important. And there's a great package there, and you might want to check that out. You forgot the most important website of crap.website. That's uh, the other website you missed. But otherwise, oh, crap.website? Ex- yes. Excellent. Excellent job, Shelly. Excellent job. Thank you, Brad. You know, 
I was going to talk about this last week, but I never did. And now it's sort of funny in retrospect. Um, there's this thing that happened this week in Sun Valley, Idaho. Are you familiar with this? this? This put on by a company. And it's sort of interesting because the, the company is this multi-billion dollar company that nobody knows about. They don't even have a website, which is sort of interesting. Um, and it's called, um, the company's called Allen and Company, I believe. Allen Company. Um, so what do they do? Um, they are a sort of like a hybrid of a company that like, they're like a um, investment bank slash uh, advisory firm. Uh, I think they're technically like like a bank bank. And what they do is once a year, they have this conference and by invitation only. And most of the people that are invited, let me give you some of the names of the people there. Jeff Bezos, Oprah, Bill Gates. What, what do those three names have in common? Um, they're all filthy rich. They're all billionaires. Most of the people there are billionaires, are new uh, billionaires. Matter of fact, uh, here's a paragraph for the story. He talked about a cabal of some of the most high-profile people in media, finance, and technology descended on Idaho's resort town of Sun Valley in private jets this weekend to tackle, among other things, climate change, which is sort of funny. They show up in private jets, and, you know, and they're they're concerned about climate change. Okay, let's... what I think is funny, it's in Idaho. Well, um, supposedly this is like like you know, poor people like you and me. We go if we go on vacation, we go to like Branson or we go to like yeah. Disney World or places like that. Right. What, what's the place in 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 Indiana that advertises, you know, free soda, free sunscreen? You've heard that they run these ads all the time. They, of course, they no. don't run on our, sta- our station. It's some place. If they're not on our station, I don't know about it. Some place in Indiana. I can't remember what it is. Okay, the rich people go to this place. As a matter of fact, here's the airport, which is interesting. You know what the name of the airport is? You've never heard of this one before. No, because hey, I really don't know anything about Idaho. Haley Friedman Memorial Airport. What yeah. is the place? Haley Freeman Memorial Airport. It's in okay. and and this is and it's Allen and Company. Al A L L E N Allen Company. And what they do is they bring all these people together and the Allen and Company people are like brokers. They broker deals. So they bring all these billionaires together. And what's interesting is this is an interesting story. The story, the headline is Billionaires descend on Sun Valley in private jets to talk about climate change. Now, what's interesting about it is that they are, they are, there were so many of them, and you being an ex-FAA person, there were so many people flying into and out of Sun Valley, Idaho, that the FAA had to put a stop order on most of the West Coast traffic because this disrupted the traffic system. Because, you know, being from the FAA, that airports they have slots so like when you take off from st louis on southwest airlines there's a slot for you to take off and there's a slot for you to land wherever you're going so all over the country they have these slots you know what i'm talking about i do and on a daily basis this is the way it works the faa knows that there are x amount of planes that are going to take off at you know between uh, between now and and seven o'clock here in st louis Matter of fact, between now and seven o'clock, St. Louis six thirty-eight. There's no planes taking off uh, because uh, you know there used to be like between now and seven o'clock back in the day. There were probably thirty planes would take off. Now there are no planes to take off. But that's a whole other story. Anyway, so they have these slots. So all of a sudden, the whole traffic pattern gets screwed up by the fact that all of a sudden 
uh, these of over 100 private jets are trying to land in this little tiny airport in the middle of Idaho. So they have an order on the West Coast that everybody has to sit on the ground because they can't handle all these planes. Because it's like, it would be sort of like, you know, it would be sort of like, what would be a good example? It would be sort of like, uh, uh, let's say Interstate 70 at, for some reason, at 3 o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday morning, 100,000 cars tried to drive on Interstate 70 between downtown and the airport. Everything would go like, whoa! You know, things would just become gridlocked because there aren't usually 100,000 cars on the road between 70, you know, between the air, the downtown and the airport at 3 o'clock in the morning. So, so they have to essentially close down the whole West Coast airline system because of all these rich people flying into uh, Idaho in, the pri- in their private jets uh, to talk about climate change. That's like... That's like. Have you ever met anybody that lived in Idaho? Well, no, but see, the interesting thing about it is if you look... I haven't either. Who has? Well, but see, this is the interesting thing. If you look at what's going on with... And 2020 is the year... You know, we have the census every 10 years. And the number of, number of representatives in the House of Representatives depends upon a formula. Each house, uh, each state gets X amount of representatives according to how big of how much population they have 10 years ago we lost a rep we went from i think nine down to eight maybe 10 to nine and this 2020 since the census came out there's a bunch of states that lost reps and bunch of states that gained them because there's only 435 of them you know they they don't the number doesn't change they just move around population so what's interesting was there were quite a few states that lost like big states california new york they all lost people. Chicago, I mean, Illinois, right next to us, they lost people because population decreased in those states. And where did it end up in? Wyoming, Idaho, places like that. Texas. Texas gained two reps. Texas grew so much, they picked up two U.S. representatives. And and uh, and I think Idaho, I think Wyoming only had one rep. I think they picked up a second. I believe Idaho picked up another rep. That's where everybody's moving to. Matter of fact, I have a friend of mine who told me an interesting story that all these people who are like getting out of California, and this is part of this is what he claims it's what's screwing up the real estate business, like all over the country. Not necessarily in St. Louis, but you know, you hear these stories like somebody puts their house on the market, they put it on their house, their market for uh, you know for five hundred thousand dollars, and there's twenty people in line with contracts. Matter of fact, did I tell you the story that? I heard one of the, you know who the Gelman brothers are? They're like the big deal real estate agents in St. Louis. They're like the top real yes, estate agents. Yes, I heard, I can't remember, I think it might have been Neil Gelman, tell the story on another radio station about how he had a guy, he uh, that they had a house that they listed, and they had like 30 contracts. It was, it was a huge number of contracts, 30 contracts in this house. And this guy didn't get it. And he calls up and he cusses out Neil Gelman. He says, how in the world did I not get that house? I bid $125,000 over asking price. And Neil Gelman told him on the phone, sir, we had a bid of $135,000 over asking price. <laughs> so he was mad because he thought he was going to ace this deal by you know, bidding $125K over asking price, and somebody outbid him by $10,000. $10, so what's happened is these people who lived like in like expensive real estate areas, like especially California, have gotten fed up with how screwed up California is. So they sell their house, which they probably bought, you know, 10 years ago for $200,000, and they just sold it for, sold it for $2 million. 
and they got you know you know hunt you know million five in the bank and they come to St. Louis and they buy a house for five hundred thousand dollars and they write a check. So that's why the the real estate market's screwed up because there's all this money floating around plus interest rates are still like you know two percent and stuff like that. It's just crazy. I mean you know once again this pandemic thing has just totally changed everything. Everything's crazy. I went by. Um, I don't know how many times I went. It really is crazy. And, you know, I was sitting here thinking, which is, you know, kind of scary in its own right, that so we just finished the census. Well, and I has, wonder what it's going to be like the next census that comes out because of the pandemic. I don't know. But but see, the interesting thing is... That we, do you think they should do a redo? Well, but see, that's another interesting thing because... Talking about, and this gets into the weeds political. I don't necessarily want to go there. But the census isn't totally out yet. And see, that's the crazy thing. They've released what they call the top line numbers, which, like, you know, like top line numbers are you know, Missouri has X amount of people, but they haven't broken it down yet. And they, those numbers have not come out. And the problem is. Break the, it down. The, there's all wiki, these. Wiki, wiki, wiki. I'm sorry, go the, on. There's all these people uh, who are trying to run for office. And they don't know where to run for office at because they don't know what's going to happen with the census because they're going to have to redistrict. Right. So right. I, I read this article that talked about all over the country, there's there's people running for House of Representatives and they don't know what district they're going to run in. And what's interesting about that is under state law, apparently under federal law, they can do that. So what happens is, let's say like a state like Texas, if, if you were in Texas and you decide you want to run for state rep, you declare... And then when the census comes out, finally, and they redistrict Texas, then you would have to move to a district where you wanted to run in. Is that weird or what? I mean, you, you don't live there now, but when the census comes out, they'll say, okay, you know, uh, there's going to be a new representative district that's going to be in San Antonio. So you go like, okay, I'm a Texas resident. I'm going to move to San Antonio, and I'm going to run for U.S. rep out of my San Antonio district. I don't know, and that's going to be, it's going to be weird here in, say, in the Missouri area because they're talking about, believe it or not, that part of North County could be in the uh, district that's in St. Charles County now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And Corey... I'm, I'm okay with that, actually. Corey Bush would not have all of North County because what happened, because she, she has, her, her district is, is North City and North County because guess what? What? A lot of people left. What Noco? Oh yeah, yeah. Steve Elman. Oh, of course they did. Yeah. Steve Elman was on. Steve Elman was on a camera. I heard him the other day on one of the radio stations. He said that since the page extension was completed, a hundred thousand people moved to St. Charles County. Think about that for a minute. And when he said that, I went, "What? Hundred thousand people? That's huge." Since the page extension was completed, a hundred thousand people moved to St. Charles County. I'm going like, well, you know, I was driving. You know, you can't help but drive along that page extension and think, "What did we do before this?" Well, <laughs> or, or you can. I mean, getting from one place to another, and I mean, it's it's just it's delightful. Or really. like like me, when you drive along the page extension and and Shelley passes you at 120 miles an hour, you go like. Why don't they? Why doesn't she ever get a ticket? How does she get away with that? That's what I think all the time. No, Brad, my car won't go 120. Yeah, right. It yeah. barely goes the speed limit. Yeah, I bet you. Yeah. Well, that's not that's not what that that ticket from Iowa said. But that's a whole other story. That is true. <laughs> E-R-L, Iowa. It's six forty six. It's the Trimble Cast. Westplex one hundred seven point one. Crap thirteen fifty. Uh, one hundred four point five KSLQ. Although. I don't think that's working this morning, but that's a whole other story. Uh, it is BS in the morning, bsinthemorning.show. Shelly, 
Last night right. when I'm walking to pick up my car and I'm in the driving rainstorm, I'm getting soaked, I'm listening to the radio, listening to another radio station. And there's an ad for a company. I thought to myself, when I when the ad came on, I thought to myself, Shelly needs this company. What is it? Preparation H. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, to handle the hemorrhoids in my life? No, no. Um, as, <laughs> as, as a friend of mine used to say, there are some people, if they fell into a vat of Preparation H, they would disappear. But that's a whole other story. Okay, think about that for a minute. Okay, the name. I'm going to have to think about that one. That one's kind of deep. <laughs> the name of the company is Swimply. S W I M P L Y. Okay, only uh-huh. in the enter- in the era of the internet. And here's why you need this company. What it is? Why? It's a company where you can rent a swimming pool. I don't need to rent a swimming pool. I have one that I no, 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 that no, no. I you, but can't no. take care of now. No, no, no. But it works two ways. If you want to go swim somewhere, you go to Swimply and you put in your location and it tells you what swimming pool is closest to you. And we're not talking like, like you know, the Recplex pool. People, it's, it's like an Airbnb for your pool. Exactly. It's, it's you know, Verbo Airbnb for your pool. But it works on both ends of the equation. If you want a pool, you put in your information. It tells you, you know, where the closest pool is and how much it is per hour. If you can book it, you know, four-hour blocks, whatever. And if you have a pool, you could put it on Swimply. So I'm thinking to myself, here's what you need to do. You need to go on Swimply, and you need to go in there and say, hey, guys, I got a pool, and if you want to come over and swim in it for a week, fix it, and you can swim in it for a week. You know, I might actually. I'm serious. Think about get some, get some more of um, what you see in your mind's eye on that one because think about that. It it has been. Shelly, I, I still pool. don't have my pool up and running. Shelly's that pool way. is it's still a pond. It's DOA because <laughs> what's interesting is Shelly has the classic problem with a pool. She's got water where it shouldn't be. And she doesn't have water where it's supposed to be. Isn't that pretty much the story, right? No, there's water where it's supposed to be. It's just green and well, no, no, no. With and you with with the the plumbing system, you have water where it shouldn't be, and you have water you don't have water where it should be in the plumbing, correct in, yes. the, in the plumbing system. For correct. <laughs> essentially, she's got broken pipes between I her do. her pump and filter and and the pool. And yes. And is but the pool holds water. It doesn't leak, does it? The pool holds water, yes. But it's just right now it's it's a But breeding... it doesn't it doesn't have like the main the main drain and the and the um skimmer whatever box, they're they're fine. I've got pressure there. But the other two actually one, two, three the other three, they they don't have pressure. So I've got a broken pipe somewhere underneath the concrete. Well see, I'm telling you. You see now, now this, if these Swimply people were smart, they'd have a third category. They'd have the broken pool category, and the broken, they, the broken. It's it's, it's the, been, <laughs> you know, I mean, the broken. I have actually called up places and said, I, you know, I will give you, I will help grow your business if you help me fix my pool, and. Um, well, but but see, the interesting they, thing about it is, is I told you the story. The guy from. I heard an interview the guy from Baker's Pool and Spa, uh, who builds a lot of pools in the St. Louis area. Um, he does. Uh, here, I'm giving him a free plug. Um, and 
he talked about the fact that they used to, if they, if you called him up and said, hey, we're thinking about putting a pool in our backyard, will you come over and talk to us? The guy would set up an appointment. Now it, you have to you have to pay him $1,000. You have to pay a sales guy $1,000 to show up to have him talk to you about your pool. And then if you're interested, after you have the talk with him, they come back with a, you know, a, a like a quote, you know, a drawing where they put the pool and an estimate. And then once you sign on the dotted line, Right now, your pool might get in by the end of summer 2020, Next year. 2023. They're two years wow. out. Two years out. Yeah. And, no. he, and he said he said they didn't even know if they can guarantee that. It might be in by the first quarter of 2024. I'm like, this is crazy. Well, I'm here to tell you, that, you know, this is Shelly Barr. This is BS in the morning, but this is not BS. If somebody will come over and help me fix my pool you can swim in it for the rest of the season see see i you know and i had this idea about that when i heard the swimply thing i thought to myself okay there needs to be a third category broken pools you know like shelly's and and you put your broken hey here's a picture of my pool it's nice but and put exactly what's wrong we already had a pressure chest pressure tested this pipe's bad this pipe's bad this pipe's bad and it needs to be cleaned out if you do all of this you can swim in my pool for the rest of the season for free I, you know what? I bet you any money that if we put that out, you know, like, uh, it, I bet you, you know, by the way, and if you, Shelly doesn't want to give her phone number out, but if you want to contact me about Shelly's pool, 314-280-8880. Yes, that's my personal cell phone number. You can call me. You can text me anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I do get Brad calls. Brad doesn't mind giving out his number. It's all up and down the 70 corridor <laughs> anyway. So. That's right. It's in better bathrooms all over North County. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's 657. <laughs> Westplex 107.1 and 104.5 KSOQ and 1350 Crap. They're all part of BS in the Morning dot show. The Trimal Cast. You can check out our package at bssponsor.com. That's B as in bull, S as in Shelly. <laughs> Sponsor.com. Thank you, Shelly. You saved me there. 707. Isn't that a good song? New from Ed Sheeran called Bad Habits. It is. That's That's who, please? Ed Sheeran, the video, oh, really? the video sucks. The video is horrible. The video is so strange and so weird. It's to the point where it's one of those videos that I say a lot of times video enhances the song. To me, that detracts from the song. It's just bizarre, weird, strange, weird stuff. You know, and now everybody's going to watch it because I said it's so weird. But anyway, you're better off just watching the lyric video. Don't watch the uh, don't watch the actual video. Okay. The lyric video. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Things to talk about this morning. Okay. This is actually sort of a funny story. Cybo. Do you know what Cybo is? <laughs> okay. I have no idea. <laughs> I am I am a radio geek. Okay. I list all these goofy, weird, stupid talk shows. Okay. And there's this one that I listen to. I shouldn't say this. I listen to it for comic relief. And it's on 97.1. And it's a chiropractor and his wife who's an attorney. And what's interesting is she has every disease known to mankind, okay? <laughs> um, and literally, if, she's, if there's a disease, she has it. And all she does is talk about, <laughs> she talks about, how she cooks special because she can't have gluten, she can't have she can't have sugar, she can't have this, she can't. I'm thinking, my, what do you what do you cook? You just boil water and drink it. I mean, if you can't eat anything, what do you eat? So, Mister, you know, he's she's an attorney. He's Mister Chiropractor. So he talks about starts talking about Cybo 
S-I-B-O. And SIBO stands for, let me find it here, uh, S-I-B-O, uh, stands for small intestine, uh, da, 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 da. Uh, and what's interesting, I've never heard of this, small intestine bacterial overgrowth, okay, is a serious condition affecting the small intestine. So here's where the funny get, the story gets funny. As I'm driving somewhere, I'm listening to this show, and I get to the office, and I walk in, and my computer on my one desk is got Facebook up from when the last time I was on it. So I posted. <laughs> if you don't believe me, it's still there. If you go on my Facebook page, I just posted. Oh, here, let me find it. Oh, was that the, yes, I was stalking your Facebook page, Brad. Uh, uh, Is that the one where it said that you are suffering from SIBO? I think I I posted, I think I might have SIBO. That's all I posted, okay? And what's funny is a woman contacts me and says, are you listening to the same talk show too? She was listening to the same show. And when I posted that, it came up on her on her Facebook news feed that I had SIBO. And I'm thinking to myself, is this weird or some what? Someone else is listening to this goofy talk show talking about SIBO. And you know what? I mean, this couple, they're mel- they're well-meaning, but I'm telling you, they talk about they can't go out to eat any place because you know they, they she has all these food allergies and everything has she has to buy all this special food and blah 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 and you know and they got kids and and they feed their kids all this special food and and they make sure it doesn't have you know any uh, you know hormones in the milk and and you know it doesn't have any um, you know uh, bioengineered wheat and and can't have gluten can't have this can't have I think to myself okay these kids. 20 years from now are both going to weigh 400 pounds. They're going to be alcoholics and they're going to be hooked on drugs. You know, because why do I say that? The kids that I grew up, like my mom, who like would slap garbage together and throw it on the plate. And, you know, you know, when we yeah, ate. Tiffany was stuck with cheesy hot dogs. <laughs> my mom used to. My running joke is if, if my mom cooked like meat and she dropped it on the floor and it broke it wasn't quite done yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> if, if, if she dropped a steak on the floor and it shattered like into pieces of carbon, it wasn't quite done yet. That's why, and my mom cooked salmon patties all the time to, this, to the point where if you wanted to put me in prison and torture me for the rest of my life, you would just give me salmon patties every, every <laughs> hour of the day or night. The kind that are breaded and fried. Oh, man, with, they were with terrible. The, that are like padded, hand padded out to be round. My, you know, like disc, disc disc shape it, and then they're they're nicely lightly breaded and fried with a nice cream pea sauce are you kidding she threw stuff on a piece of a piece of, of foil and threw it in the oven you know and then oh. we and we ate that garbage you know anyway <laughs> there were friends of mine there were friends of mine that i ran into like you didn't mean it mom 10 you or were a great cook 10 or 50 well she hated to cook I mean, she'd admit it. She, you know, she was a liberated woman. My mom was. My mom was women's lib before know, women's so lib was I, women's you know, lib. She's my, she's my spirit animal. I'm telling you, my mom. I'm. I, I told the story before. I don't care where we were. If we went someplace and things didn't go right, my mom would look at me and she'd say, "You know what the problem here is, don't you?" And I go, "No." I already knew what the problem was, but she's going to tell me. Some dumb man's in charge. If some woman ran this place, things would be fine. But some dumb man's in charge. And you know what? And you know what? You know what's interesting? I don't know she if you know right. this. I don't know if you know this or not, but but um, but she would consult with Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden would Whatever. call. He'd call my house. 
when he was like a teenager, he'd call my house and my mom would say, talk to him. And then, and then you know, years later, Joe Biden would say, there's not a single thing a man can do that a woman can't do as well or better. Not a single thing. How many times have you heard me say that? Well, you say that all the time. And I mean it true because of the fact my mom was right. The world is screwed up because there's men in charge. You know, there's men in charge. Look at St. Louis County. It's screwed up because of Dr. Page. The country right now is screwed up because of Trump, not screwed up because of Biden. You know, state parson, you know, screwed up. You know, you know, and the only places that are that got that are that are in good shape are places like Chicago that has a woman mayor. I mean, no, no crime in Chicago anymore. No shootings or anything like that. I mean, she's got it under control, right? Hold it, excuse me. I think I'm wrong with that one. Anyway, <laughs> for the most part. So, so anyway, uh, I'm listening to this show thinking to myself. How did these people function? I mean, I mean, I mean, you can't be, it's to the point where you have to be like afraid of your shadow. And and then the guy starts talking to him. He's Mr. Chiropractor. He's talking to him. Blah, 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 blah. I'm going, oh my God. I'm just, I just want to pull off the side of the road and shoot myself. You know, I'm going like, I can't deal with this anymore. So that's what SIBO is. Small intestine bacterial, whatever the hell it was. Right? Yes. <laughs> okay. On to the next topic, okay? I'm running through it. Okay. You. Over the weekend, and, and, and once again, I'm treading on thin ice with this one because I know I have become fascinated with this transsexual thing. I really have. Okay. <laughs> You're getting ready to bail on me, aren't you? You're getting ready to say, oh, you got to go do, you got to go take your dog out, right? <laughs> Keep on. Go on. Okay. Um, Oh, by the way, he also, the, the, the chiropractor dude, you love this. He also said that hangovers, hangovers, oh, hangovers, try to get it. I can't even, it sounds like I'm hungover. Hangovers are from sugar and not alcohol. That it's not the alcohol that makes you have a headache. It's the sugar. So when you wake up in the morning after a, I don't know if I agree with that. Well, that's what he said. If you wake up in the morning after a bender and you're like you're hungover, it's not from the alcohol. It's from all the sugar in the drinks you had. Well, I disagree with that because <laughs> I eat sugar on a regular basis. Oh, you know, I am I am a chocolate ice cream fanatic and it is my guilty pleasure and um I don't wake up with over overhangs. I, I, I totally agree with you. I if 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 I drank, you know, a, a six pack of Mountain Dew at midnight and woke up to do the show, I would be just fine. If I drank a six pack of Bud and, and woke up to do the show, I would not be in good shape. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like, and I don't care what talk about the sugar. I'm going like, okay, alternate universe. Okay. Over the weekend, I had to go somewhere and fill out a government form. And on my sex, it asked me male, female, or non-binary. Which one did I pick? Oh, they changed it up already. Huh? Yeah, government form. This is a government form. Male, female, non-binary. Guess which one I picked? Non-binary. How did you guess? Because I... <laughs> and then it asked it... me my ethnicity, and I put down Pacific Islander. Because... Why? Because... Saturday morning when I filled out this form. That's how you felt? I felt like a Pacific Islander. Okay. So I'm doing my transracial thing. Now, what's fascinating to me about this is the more I read about this is the same people who are saying, you should be able to declare whatever sex you want are the same people who are saying, you can't just say you're black when you're not black. I want to think about that for a minute. 
So if I'm born a man and I wake up in the morning and I declare myself a woman, that's okay. But if I'm born a white dude and I wake up in the morning and I declare myself a Pacific Islander, that's not okay. Can you explain that to me, Shelly? Seriously, can you explain that to me? No, I can't. I can't either. I don't get it. It's to the point where, and what's interesting is, I read this, there's this whole story about this lady in some, in some medical journal who came out and talked about transracialism. And, oh my God, she got blackballed and she got, she got people threatened to close this agency down and blah, 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 blah. And I'm going like, no, hold on a minute now. I don't quite see the difference. Once again, we've talked, remember we talked about the letter that the attorney sent that school district that <laughs> some kids showed up for school one morning and said, I'm a dog. And, yes. And the teacher had to bark at him. <laughs> to, yes. She, remember, I, was, I did not make that up. Remember? Ridiculous much? I didn't make that up. That was a letter that I an attorney. I that you made it up. But I, I think it's ridiculous. I didn't remember it was a, it was the letter an attorney wrote to a school district because they had a problem with a kid who showed up who said he identified as a dog, and the attorney wrote back to the school district. This this was a, a school district that hired this law firm, and they and the, this law firm talked about this is their specialty. They handle school board of education and school district matters, and the attorney wrote back to the school district that. If he declares himself a dog, you have to essentially uh, treat him as a dog, and 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 that's okay. But if he is his behavior disrupts the class, if he gets on the ground and starts barking like a dog, or crawling around in the classroom, and like I guess lifting his leg on the trash can or something like that, or pooping in the corner, then that's where the that's where it ends. Because you because as long as he's just being a dog dog. Like, you know, your dog, and he's just barking when you ask him a question, and you have to bark. How do you bark? How does a teacher bark a question? Like, ruff, 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 ruff. And then he goes, ruff, 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 ruff. I mean, explain that to me. How does that work? Could you, can, uh, closed captioning. Can you talk to your dog? Can you have a conversation with your dog? Your dog? I do. I mean, but do you know what they're saying? Uh, when She knows what I'm saying. She knows full <laughs> sentences. I'm like, do you want to go outside? And she'll say, woof. And I'll say, what okay, she we'll go to the door. What she, she goes to the what door. Does she, what does she do again? She goes, what? I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> you, you, Sorry, you weren't ready for it. So I got that one up tape. <laughs> okay, so what else? <laughs> so so that was my transracial moment, okay? Now, <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, okay, now watch me get arrested because this was a federal form. Watch me some, watch the FBI show up my door. Sir, uh, we uh, have this form that you filled out. First off, you said you're non-binary. We don't care about that, but you said you were a Pacific Islander. Um, can you prove that? And my response would be, "Yeah, man." Oh no, that wouldn't be. That was not Pacific. No, Islander. that would be. That would be Caribbean Islander. I would <laughs> just say a Pacific Islander. Isn't that like Hawaii? No, <laughs> they're they're Americans. Well, but but see, this is what is a Pacific Islander. Is that like Hawaii? Yes, that would. But I think so. Then all all she has to all you have to do is say, I, "I I'm a Pacific Islander. I'm from Hawaii. Come on, I want to lay you." And <laughs> you say I'm bad. <laughs> I say that to an FBI guy, and as he as he has me turn around and he puts the cuffs on me. Right, I can see that right now. Okay, but my point being is. Yeah, did you have a point? Oh, I, I think this whole thing has just gotten out of hand. Okay, you know, and now, for example, I said this to somebody the other day, 
And I have, a, I have a friend of mine who identifies LGBTQ. And I said to him, I said, you know what Q stands for, don't you? And he goes, no. He says, I said QAnon. He goes, no, it doesn't. I go, yeah, that's what Q is, QAnon. And he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. And he gets all hyper. I go, I'm telling you, you know, you don't believe it, but that Donald Trump snuck that in on you people. That's what the Q in LBTQ stands for, QAnon. So you people are going like, you're QAnon people. No, we're not. Oh, God. Whatever. I mean, what happened to when when you said, I mean, like, remember after 9-11, okay? I still never forget this. After 9-11, when all these senators and representatives, you know, were in front of the Capitol building, you know, and they were live on TV, and all of a sudden, they spontaneously started singing together, arms around each other, kumbaya moment, America the Beautiful, okay? And the crazy thing about it is, we got all these people who are now saying, America sucks, it's a terrible country, and we got millions of people who are trying to crawl across the border to get in. You know, mm-hmm. I had a friend of mine years ago that said, hey, the reason they put walls up on the border, it's not to keep people in. And he said that one time, and I thought to myself, I never thought about that. Think about, in my lifetime, the Berlin Wall. There was a wall between East and West Germany. Mm-hmm. And the people on the western part of Germany, this is a you know, carryover from World War II when the Russians took part of Berlin and, and we took the other part. You know, the Russians took the eastern part of Berlin, we took the western part of Berlin after World War II was over, after we, you know, we killed the Nazis. And what happened? You heard these stories all the time about people digging tunnels under the wall, you know, trying to, you know, uh, and then uh, sadly, people who tried to climb over the wall and they were machine gunned to death by the, by the Russian soldiers. Okay, people would die to get into a free country, into West Germany, okay? People are hiking from Guatemala, you know, 2,000 miles through the desert of Mexico. And once again, you think it's hot here? Go down to Mexico right now. You know, it's really hot there. They're dying to get in this country. They're climbing over walls. They're, you know, paying people to take them across the border. Because why? This is a pretty darn good com- country. It's got its warts. Yep, it's got its, you know, it's, its speed bumps and problems like that. But yet, for the most part, and yet, I'm so sick and tired of this thing like 4th of July weekend when Cory Bush comes out, black people still aren't free. Hey, guess what? I'm not free either. Because if I decide I want to drive down the highway at 200 miles an hour, I'm going to end up in a cell somewhere. If I go to decide to rob a bank this morning, I'm going to be arrested. You know, once again, you've got to play by the rules. And you know what? And to a certain extent, nobody's free because of the fact that we all have things we have to do. We, we can't go to the shopping center and punch people in the face. We can't go, you know, next door and want to have a fight with our neighbor and start his house on fire. We can, but you're going to end up, you know, in, in, in the Gray Bar Hotel, you know. But, you know, once again, it's to the point where people die to come to this country. Foreigners come to this country. Immigrants come to this country, start businesses, and in one generation become millionaires. Tell me another country you can do that. Tell me one. I don't think there is one. So why is it like this? I get so tired of it. I'm sorry, Shelley. I do. Do you feel better? I, I, I do and I don't. I mean, you know, once again. No, I don't know. That's why I asked. <laughs> I just to the point where I it just, uh, you know, I didn't even talk about cotton picker spindles yet, did I? No, you need to do that. Or the Ronan Farrow New Yorker interview. God, that was I'm sorry? Ronan Farrow, you know who he is? No. He's the son of Mia Farrow and uh, Woody Allen. Oh, I love her. And he's the guy. Wasn't that, she Rosemary's Baby? I don't know. I don't. I've never seen the that Rosemary's movie. Baby Lady. I've never seen that movie either. I've never seen any of those weird movies. Anyway, you've never seen that? No, I've never seen. You know, you name a movie, I haven't seen it. You know, I'm. You know, I mean, I, I say that people go like, well, what did you think about Godfather Two? I never saw it. 
What do you mean you never saw it? You never saw Godfather? I never saw any of the Godfather movies. How can that be? What's wrong with you? I mean, I get this all the time. People talk about, well, in the so-and-so movie, you know, I go, I never saw that one. I mean, like, I saw the first three Star Wars. I was done. You know, third one, by the time I got the third one, I was like, okay, this is too much for me. You know, I was like, eh, don't, no interest. Well, the third one is actually the first one. Well, whatever. But see, once again, that goofy stuff, you know, where they call, well, the, now we're coming out with the prequels. I go, okay. You know, that's, that's, like, that's like reading a history book, you know, and finding out George Washington, you find out about how he died, you know, you see the last five days of his life, and then all of a sudden, well, now we're going to teach you about when he was born. I go, I don't want to know about how he died. I want to, I wanna, don't care about how he was born. I want to know what he did as, as to, you know, be the father of our country. You know, that's what, tell me about it. I don't care about the other crap. You know, I don't care about it. I don't care what he did as a kid. I don't care, you know, if he hung out at the mall, in, you know, in Georgetown. You know, I don't, I don't care any of that kind of stuff. You're funny. <laughs> Guess what, Brad? It's 726. Does that mean it's time to go? It's it's time for a break. Oh, time for a break? Okay, now hold on. Hold on a minute. My computer just burped. Hold on. Da, 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 See, da, da. I told you it was time for a break. Uh, <laughs> hold on. See what minute. I did there? Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on. Where am I? I'm right here. Let me do this. Sync the current position. Okay. Okay. Now it's time for break. 726. It's BS in the morning on Westplex 107.1, AM 1350 KRAP, and on KSLQ FM 104.5, although we're not on KSLQ this morning. We're having some transmitter issues due to the power technical outage. Difficulties. Technical difficulties. Difficult, oh, technical difficulties. Okay. Uh, I tell you what, I'm going to talk about the Ronan Farrow thing tomorrow. We'll talk about that tomorrow, Okay. Two okay. things. Two things this break: cotton picker spindles and the Cavender twins. Okay, you're going like, what in the world is he talking about? Cotton picker spindles. Okay, I'm looking at a piece of property that I have a survey on, and my dad was a civil engineer and a registered land surveyor. And if you look at surveys, sometimes you'll see, like you'll see markings. Like let's say you get a survey of your house and it shows the property and the guy draws it up and shows where your house sits and property lines, setback, all that kind of stuff. A lot of times you'll see at the corners, you'll see OIP. You know what OIP stands for? Uh, no. Old Iron Pipe. Back in the day when the... You know what? I did know that. When the surveyors would survey a mm. piece of property, they would take a piece of pipe, typically like three-quarter or half-inch piece of like steel pipe, you know, iron pipe, and they would drive it into the ground at the corners. Now they use rebar. Now the, the way it works is that they, they take a piece of rebar, usually like, like, I can't remember, number six rebar or something like that. They pound it into the ground a little bit below the level, and then they stick a little plastic cap on it that has their surveyor number, their registered land surveyor number, so you know who did the survey. So when you find that little marker. Uh, anyway, so I'm looking at this, this survey, this piece of property that I'm looking at, Okay, and in a couple of spots, it's got a notation. It says cotton picker spindle. I go, what in the hell is a cotton picker spindle? You know what a cotton picker spindle is? No. It's a cotton picker spindle. What happens is in these cotton pickers, on, on cotton farms, they have this machine that picks yeah. the cotton, and it has all these spindles that spin around, and it grabs the cotton and pulls the cotton off the plant. No. Okay. Right. The spindles wear out, and they sell them to surveying companies. And the surveying companies use them to mark property corners. I'll be darned. <laughs> I've never seen one. <laughs> well, you won't because most of the time they put them just below ground level. In other words, if they're going to survey survey their property. And I'm looking at this and going like, what the hell? You know, and I, I Googled this, cotton picker spindle. I'm going like, what? what is this? 
And that's what it said. It said that, that this was something that land surveyors have used for a while, that these, these farmers who farm cotton, the spindles wear out, so rather than just throw them away, they sell them to companies to, that, that either they sell them directly to surveying companies or they sell them. And it's interesting. I found a couple different places on the Internet that are selling supplies to, to, um, to uh, you know, surveyors. And, you know, we've got the largest selection of, of cotton picker spindles in the United States. And there's one guy who's a farmer who's on, on his website saying, I've got literally a ton of these. And he said, because we have to replace them all the time on our cotton pickers. And if you want to come by and get them, they're yours for free. So I'm thinking to myself, I, I taught myself something new, cotton picker spindles. So the crazy thing about it is now I want to go to this piece of property and I want to find these. And I want to dig one up and see if it really is a cotton picker spindle. And take a picture of it. Isn't that crazy? So would it be by the OIP? Well, they don't they don't see what's interesting, they switched away from OIPs. Now if you look at if something's been surveyed So it's in place of. No, no, no. What what typically what, not... what what they do is this is interesting. They according to what I read online, now when they mark a piece of property, the property corners are marked with rebar they put in this three-quarter inch piece of rebar when the surveyor comes out he finds where your property corner corners are if they don't if they're not already marked he gets a piece of rebar it's usually 24 inches in length and he pounds it into the ground and then puts this little plastic cap on it with his number on it he's got his he's typically his name of a survey company in his surveying number state of missouri but if they want to mark spots between property corners they use cotton picker spindles so in other words, like let's say it's a long, it's a long, you know, long property line. Let's say like you know five, six, seven hundred feet long. They'll put these cotton picker spindles in like every hundred feet to sort of show you where you know. Even though like the corners are here, that's where they use the rebar. And then along the lines are like let's say it does a curve. Let's say there's a radius to your property. Like let's say you live in a corner, and mm-hmm. and your your property you know has like a radius to it. They'll put cotton picker spindles along the radius to show you where the curve is. They won't put the pipes or the rebars. They'll put cotton picker spindles. And I'm going like, I never knew that. Okay. You just like to say it. <laughs> cotton picker spindles. And then, you know, the funny thing is, is that you probably, people probably think, what do I need to know that for? But I guarantee that within the next month or two, that will, that little bit of information, that little minutia bit of information, I will use at some point and it will make me look absolutely brilliant i i would i don't know about that but i would hope i do case okay now uh, one more thing to talk about and then our last break we're going to start a new segment of the show our last break this is our second to last break okay okay the cavender twins the cavender twins and nil okay you know what i'm talking about you know who the cavender twins are you know who nil is no uh since the supreme court said that college athletes can't be paid by the school but they can make money off their nil which is name image and likeness this is so their brand this is yes essentially this is totally going to it already has changed college sports because essentially when you like let's say i was back in the day i was a high school kid and i was a good football player and the guys from mizzou came to recruit me okay you want to you know in the old days you'd say like well okay uh oh can i can i stay in a dorm will they feed me twice a day the new the new thing is how can I promote my nil? And what the Cavender twins have done, Cavender twins are two very attractive young ladies who play Division I basketball, and they play in the same team. And they're identical twins. And during the pandemic, they started doing TikTok. 
TikTok videos, okay? And they got to be very, very, very famous on TikTok. And if you watch some of the videos, they're amazing. They do these drills where they do dribbling, basketball dribbling, perfectly in, in sync. I mean, they, they can't be any more in sync. It's to the point where you watch this, it's, it's spooky how good they are. You know, I mean, they, they both dribble and, you know, one's in front, one's in back. Then they switch positions. They dribble between their legs. They're bouncing the ball with their left hand, bouncing the ball with the right hand, and it's perfectly in sync, okay? So they got millions and millions and millions of views on TikTok, and they got tons of followers. They didn't think much of it. Guess what happened over the weekend? What? They got recruited by all these different companies to endorse their brands. And they went to oh, New York. on, girls. New York Times Square and we're up on the billboards, and I can't remember the different companies that are endorsing them. And because, once again, under the new rules, you can't get paid to play college sports, but you can make money by using your nil, name, image, and likeness. And perfect example, back in the day, if you were a car dealer in Columbia and you wanted to have one of the, you know, like uh, Drew, the, the big quarterback was Drew Locke when he was now he's with Denver Broncos, but he was one of Mizzou quarterback. He was the big dude. Everybody, oh, Drew Locke. Back in the day... Drew Locke could not go to one of the uh, car dealerships. He couldn't go to, like, Mockins Ford, and Mockins Ford couldn't run it. Hey, Drew Locke's going to be here on Saturday between 10 and 2, and he's going to be signing autographs. Now they can. So a guy on the Mizzou football team can show up at wherever. A company wants to pay him for showing up and signing autographs. company wants to pay him for showing up and, you know, shaking hands. Um, you know, he can get on TV and go like, hi, this is, I'm, I'm Bobby, I'm Bobby Big Boy, big, you know, Big Boy, and I play center for the Mizzou Tigers, and I say, how did I get so big because I eat at White Castle? Yes, White Castle over there on the north side of 70, right off of 63. That's where I eat morning, noon, and night, ate White Castle. He can do that now. And he can make, some of these guys can make, Millions, millions of dollars because and the deal with the Cavender twins is they already had a presence they already had a sh social media following so these agents found them and say said to them hey we want to sign you up we'll write you a check now think about this for a minute okay recruiting you got these coaches go out try to get all these high school kids okay and don't tell me this isn't going to happen let's say let's say a guy from Mizzou a recruiter, well, let's say the coach, what's his name? Drinkwater or Drinkwits, whatever his name is. Uh, I don't know. He's but got you're a weird funny. name. He's Drinkwater or Drinkwits or something like that. Nobody ever heard of him before. Anyway, so he shows up at, at you know, at kitchen table in some guy's house in Poplar Bluff, and they're trying to recruit some kid to be a wide receiver for the Mizzou Tigers. And in the old days, he said, hey, we got a real nice athletic dorm, and, you know, the food's good, and, and you're going to be a Mizzou Tiger, and boy, you're going to be great. The new, the new thing is, hey, Joe Mockins is a, a grad of, 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 of Mizzou. And you know what? You could come to his dealership and wash cars on the weekend, and he's paying $1,000 a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll put, you, we'll put the car out in front of the dealership, and you can wash as many cars as you want. And we're going to talk about this on the radio because Joe Mockins, hey, Joe Mockins Ford this weekend, you know, star lineman, so, 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 Mizzou Tigers is going to be there washing cars. And also, uh, we didn't tell you about this, but... Uh, there's this another guy, one of another one of our uh, our guys, uh, you know, who uh, is a Mizzou grad. He's in the alumni club. Yeah, the guy's a real estate agent, and I bet you any money, if you stood in front of houses with a sign that said "open house," he'd pay you two thousand dollars a day to do that. Get what I'm saying? 
<laughs> just going to cheat. You know what I mean? Because as, as long as they're selling their name, nil, name, image, and likeness, it's all okay. Hmm. That's actually interesting. That brings up, makes well, a lot of things pop in my mind. It's going to mm-hmm. totally change college sports because, and the, the sad part of it is, there's going to be a handful of kids like on the Mizzou football team that are going to be able to do that. The lineman, the guy who weighs 350 pounds and can barely move, you know, he's not going to get Jack because nobody cares about him. All they do is they care about the big stars. They want Drew Locke back in the day, and I don't know the other current players. But, you know, that's who they want. And all these other poor schlubs. And the problem with that is the guys who plays ba- who plays baseball, nobody cares. The women who play, for the most part, women who play all the sports, you know, field hockey, things like that, nobody cares. The, guy who's, the guys who play, the guys and gals who play in the Mizzou team, tennis team, nobody cares. So, in other words, life's not going to change for them. It's just going to change for a handful of high-profile athletes, which is going to, I think, further cause more problems because you're going to have the ultimate have and have nots on the sports teams you're going to have the star quarterback who's making you know ten thousand dollars a weekend doing you know meet and greets at car dealerships you're going to have the poor guy who is you know the the left guard on you know (laughs) you know who 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 rides the pine most of the time he's not going to make squat because nobody cares about him because nobody cares what you know he shows up at a car dealership stuff like that okay so it's 744 when do we start this new part of the show? Right after this break. No, no. We, with this break, one more song, and then we start a new part of the show, okay? Okay. Okay, here we go. Okay. Westplex 107.1, Lonely. We've got the clean version. They say Lonely <laughs> AF, and now I know what AF stands for, Attractive Female. I'm glad I figured that out. No comment on that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I turned my, turned my microphone the wrong way. I said exactly. That's what she said. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she did say that, actually. <laughs> you know what? I'm totally screwed up. Uh, there's, I don't know what's going on with my log this morning. It's, it's a mess. Hold on a minute. Let me do this. It's a mess. I don't know what's going on here. Um, hold on. Let me look back here. To, uh, this is like, this is not interesting to anybody. But if I don't do something, the radio station will not play anything. Okay. Uh, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do. Okay. I got it all straightened out. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Um, and I'm wondering, do I have to, hold on just a minute, hold on, bear with me, say something, talk. Something, what would you like me to say? Did you have a, you, you, you clearly didn't have a very good weekend, did you? Oh, I got a screwed up log, that's what it is. Oh, well, I actually, my weekend consisted of, wait, wait for it, sleeping. No. I pretty much slept all weekend. No, I have a, I have a, I have a problem here, that's what my problem is. Okay, never mind, I realize what's going on. Okay, um. Two things. First off, Mike Otten just sent this to me. We're talking about Drew Locke. This is yeah. a story that I just put up my Facebook page. Drew Locke, the former quarterback of the uh, Mizzou Tigers, is now a quarterback for the Denver Broncos. There's a story on here about, and I shouldn't laugh because this is actually sort of a weird story. He was driving across Kansas in Interstate 70. First off, why in the world is Drew Locke, who makes millions of dollars, driving across Kansas? Why does he get a plane? He's heading east back to Missouri. And he's on I-70, and a lug nut from a truck going the other way spins off of the threads of the lug, of, of the of the tractor trailer and flies across the highway and hits him in the windshield. Okay, we're talking a lug nut that probably weighs 
half pound, if you've seen like the lug nuts on a tractor trailer, we're right, talking about right. something that if it hit you in the head, you'd be dead. You know, it's right. like it would, it would cause catastrophic brain injury and you would be dead. So it flies across the interstate and hits his windshield um, and almost went through his windshield. And matter of fact, so he can't drive his car anymore. So he pulls off on the highway and calls 911. And two troopers show up from the Kansas State Highway Patrol. And he does, it's sort of cool. He goes, and, and here's, a, here's, a, here's a tweet from Trooper Ben. Trooper Ben at Trooper Ben at KHP. That's his, that's his Twitter handle. You never know who you can help as a, as a KH Highway Patrol trooper. Today it was Drew Lock 23 Denver Broncos. And it's got a picture of Trooper Ben with Drew Lock in the middle and another trooper on the other side in the middle of a cornfield in Kansas. And apparently his car had to be towed in. So isn't that weird? I mean, I just talked about Drew Locke, and then there's a story about him. And, you know, and, and talk about weird. Imagine that. You're driving down a highway, and a truck going the other way, a, a lug nut spins off the guy's wheel, flies across. And feel, think about that for a minute. If it spins off his, off his, off his, his, his wheel, it's going 70 miles an hour. In case, if it was Shelly driving, the tractor trailer would be 140 miles an hour. But oh, anyway, my gosh. That is not true. Stop it. goes it. across the highway. So you figure it's going 70 miles an hour plus, and he's going 70 miles an hour the other way. So the point of impact, it like hits it like 140 miles an hour, almost comes through his windshield. Okay? And you, and you dial 911 and go, uh, yeah, uh, this is Drew Locke. Yeah, I'm the Denver Broncos quarterback. Yeah, I, almost got, I just got hit by a lug nut. And the dispatcher says, "I'm sorry, sir. Yeah, I'm this is Drew Locke. I'm a quarterback for the uh, for the uh, Denver Broncos. I used to be the quarterback for Mizzou Tigers, and I'm driving an I-70, and a uh, lug nut just hit me in the windshield. Sir, have you have you been drinking? <laughs> and is and is this really Drew Locke? How do I know it's Drew Locke? Tell me something that only Drew Locke would know. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was an interesting story. That is pretty interesting. Yeah. That, and, Thank and, you, Mike. And and his 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 quote was crazy having a lug nut fly across the median, striking your windshield, nearly go through it. Um, and and then sounds like something that and would then happen to you. Trooper Ben Gardner tweeted out, "Glad your seatbelt was fastened. Have a safe season now." And then, and then he, Trooper Ben tweets again, "Safe travels the rest of the way." Uh, across Kansas at Drew Lock 23. Having uh, glad your seatbelt was fast. Have a safe and fun season into the future. Oh my God! It shows the picture. It's got a picture of the lug nuts embedded in the windshield. Oh my God! This is unbelievable. You can see it. It's a chrome. It's one of those acorn kind of lug nuts. It's literally embedded in the windshield, right in front of the driver's seat. Oh my God! You won't believe this, Shelley. I'm gonna send this to you. Yeah, send it to me. Is it on your Facebook page? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scroll down and look at scroll down and look at the second tweet from Trooper Ben. It's got a picture of this lug nut stuck in a windshield of Drew Bra- a Drew Drew Locke's car. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and get, here's the, here's the story. Drew Drew Locke grew up and played college football in Missouri, a state neighboring Kansas. It's possible that that Locke might have been traveling to Colorado, which neighbors Kansas, regardless of where the quarterback was headed. It's great to hear that he's okay after the incident. Uh, Locke and his teammates will report for training on camp July 27th. The the lug nut is stuck in the windshield, and you can see where it almost went through the windshield. Oh, my. Do you see it? Yeah. Is that unbelievable or what? It's pretty intense. I mean, it just went right almost through the windshield, and it's right in front of the driver's seat. Yes, huh. it is. Because you can see the see in the upper right-hand corner of the one picture, you can see the rearview mirror. So, in other words, it's right in front of the driver's position. I'll be darned. Holy, can you imagine that? 
Yeah, he's got a. It's that, now, that now old boy's here's got some, here's uh, the difference. He's not a very big man, is he? No, he's 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 six two or something like that. He's not because those because those he tr- looks uh, equivalent to you the know, fire to the troopers. You know, no, he's taller than the troopers because look at that. He's like he's he's got a good he's got a good two three inches on each of the troopers. He's his head's above so. the top of their oh his head's above the top of their hats. He's a big guy. Uh, you know, matter of fact, matter of fact, uh, in in Missouri, you have to be at least six foot six to be a state trooper. Do you know that? That's not true. It's true. You have to be a big... Oh, it is not. Because when they walk up to the car car, and they knock on your window, you go, you go, oh my God, yes, sir. I'll do anything you say. Of course That's you not will. Not because Because I'm foot six two. foot six. And if you get out of six that car, six. I'm going to turn you into a cotton picker spindle and drive you into the ground and use you as a there, survey. There, <laughs> then um, there would be a um, some kind of litigious thing on um, this discerning and discriminating against um challenged people um what are you talking about on their height (laughs) what are you talking about okay never mind Uh, was that seriously was that a coherent thought you just said yes i was trying to make it (laughs) while i on the fly which i don't do very well but since i already said it i can say it again much better that there would be a lawsuit against someone against the the highway patrol in missouri for um somebody that's vertically challenged there's not a single thing a man can do that a woman can't do as well or better not a single thing are you sure about that joe <laughs> yes i'm sure oh joe you sure when shelly tells the story there's not a if you know single it's thing we're gonna man get can do off. that what, a woman can't do second, as well or better what is not the new thing, thing. There's not a single thing a man can do that a woman can't do as well or better. Not a single thing. <laughs> Always be yourself unless you suck. Unless you suck. <laughs> this is my house. <laughs> okay. Okay. Our new segment of the show is it's the morning sales meeting. Okay. We're going to talk about sales. Okay. We have the new ad package, bssponsor.com. It's a great ad package. You don't get one station. You get two stations. You get three stations. Three stations, not 14 like Tracy Ellis's, where she's going to have you on half the radio stations in St. Louis. You get three stations. Very affordable. Matter of fact, and if you use the, the coupon code SAVE, S-A-V-E, it's half price. Okay, Shelly, how many people are going to call about the bssponsor.com package? Four. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Four. It really old is a good deal for those that are listening that really want you to grow, that want to grow your business. That's what we do. Our business growing your business. That's what we do for you. That's right. And this is a good way to get your name out on the air and brand your nil. That's why. That's why Shelly's here because she can put that succinctly into those words. And you know what? We're not going to charge you like tens of thousands. We're not going to be like Dave Glover who's going to charge you like $400 for one commercial. For a no, relatively small p- piece of, 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 of change out of your pocket or your credit card, we're going to promote your business 24-7, 365. That's what we're going to do. We're not going to just talk about it once. We're going to talk about it thousands of times, literally. And over- we talk about it off the air. We talk about it on the air. Right. We talk about it. You know, in casual conversation, when we're out for the evening. I mean, we are really working for you 24-7, 365. And, you know, between you and I, how many times 
Do we have advertisers on this station? I know I've done it dozens of times that people, you're like you're meeting them like somewhere, like a social thing, or you're meeting somebody, you know, and somebody says, you know, I got this problem with my, with my electric. Hey, we know the guy. Call, call Extreme Electrical. Yep. Are they good? The best, man. This guy's really good. Got, you know, big companies, got all these trucks. I mean, and they're down-home people. They're locally owned, you know, and, and you know, Chances are everything's going to go perfect, but if you do have a problem, you can call Caleb uh, direct, and he will make sure it's taken care of. That's the kind of guy he is. That's the kind that of company he runs. That is the kind runs. of man he is. I mean, he will take care of business. I've I, over the weekend. I mean, just just over the weekend, someone said, "Hey, can you can you mention a good topless place in Sausage? Yeah, yeah, I can give you the best places in Sausage. Matter of fact, let me just, <laughs> just follow me over there. I won't. I don't drive too fast, so therefore you won't lose me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brad, guess what? It's 8 o'clock. And, and we're screwed up because KSOQ is dead. Uh, and, and and I may be too by the time the day's over. <laughs> yeah, keep on talking, the Sparky. F, the FBI will show up and get me because I declared myself a non-binary Pacific, binary. Pacific <laughs> I Islander. I don't know what that means. But <laughs> non-binary. Well, a who, non-birthing who, person. Who the hell knows what any of this stuff means anymore? To the point where like, I kid around the fact that I'm a cisgendered, heterosexual, sapiosexual. People go, what? I go, well, you know, you know, people say, what does cisgendered mean? Well, that's a very technical term. No, explain it to me. Cisgendered means you were born a boy, so you're a boy. Well, isn't that like everybody? No. You have to declare yourself cisgendered now. I'm a cisgendered, heterosexual, sapiosexual male. Okay, what does that mean? I don't know. Look it up. Look it up on Urban Dictionary. Ha-ha. Yeah, Urban Dictionary. Okay. Have we, a great week. Have a great day, everybody. It's Monday. Yay. We are, one. We Peace. are done. Hold on. I can do something here. Hold on a minute. Let me do this right here. I got to fix this. Yeah, here's what I'm doing. I'm just going to do this. Okay. Now we are officially done. By the way, one more thing before, before we finish. <laughs> There's not a single thing oh. a man can do that a woman can't do as well or better. Not a single thing. Shelly? Brad. Years ago when I was a young kid, I spoke to the wisest man in the world, and I recorded this conversation because at the time when I was a young kid, I was interested in radio, and I recorded everything I talked to. Every, everybody I talked to, I recorded. I talked to this guy a long time ago, and I said to him, do you think I would be, I would, it would be good for me to go in the radio business? And he looked me in the eye, and he said, it must really suck to be that dumb. Well, you know, you, you learned at a young age, 